Hello, this is Musically Cogitating, a show asking and answering important questions about music, the people who make it, and discussing about how all of that continues to impact the way that you and I go throughout our everyday lives. I am the host of this here podcast, Siad Wells, and thank you so much for listening, whether it is your first time listening to the show or if you have listened to every single episode that I have done so far. I really, 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 really appreciate it. Today, I want to talk about the concerts. And as you can see from the title, I think that concerts are back. Yes, question mark, maybe exclamation point, question mark, maybe exclamation point. So um, this may come as a surprise to you, but I do in fact, like concerts. And I think it's a common misconception that musicians like concerts. I have plenty of musician friends who don't like going to concerts at all. I know I have musician friends who don't like listening to music. And that is something for another day. But you know, not all musicians are alike. And so not all musicians like to go to concerts. And that's totally fine. But I am one of those people who really, really, really likes going to concerts. I've always, always loved going to concerts. I think a lot of that comes from my experience growing up and my parents liked to go to concerts, they liked to go to things and we had the access and ability to be able to do so. And so that's what we did. I spent a lot of time growing up experiencing music with other people in these really large and small intimate and not so intimate ways and spaces and you know if I could I think I would probably go to a concert every other day I'm, I'm not kidding for obvious reasons that's not really feasible or practical but I would totally do that and this sort of brings me to uh, a point that I had a friend I'm not sure if they're listening but I have a friend and a few years ago, I remember following them on Twitter. So this was before we actually became friends in, in real life. But they did this challenge where every day for 30 days, they went to a concert. Now, at the time, they were working in a field where that made sense to them. They were music journalists and they're a writer. So that's why they did it. And I kind of want to do that at some point in my life. I, I had hoped to do that in 2020 and of course the pandemic began so I wasn't really able to do that but I would like to in the future when everything is feeling good and comfortable all the time then I would like to be able to do some sort of challenge or thing and to be able to talk about it on the show because I love going to concerts and I want to do more of that and I want to share that and I think that that's a really important part of my work as an artist and uh, as a podcaster and it's part of just who I am as a person I really like doing that so I really like everything that comes along with the experience of going to a concert as well it's really important to me that I live in a city where live music is supported where it feels important where it's accessible where it feels like people care about it. And, you know, I live in Austin, so it means that I'm like 25 minutes from seeing any concert that I want to see. You know, John Mayer, I went to see John Mayer a few weeks ago, and that was amazing. And of course, you know, 
you can feel how you feel. Uh, but that was really great for me. And there are concerts coming up that I really want to attend. And living in a big city, or such a big city, anyway, um, it gives you the opportunity to be able to go to those things if you can afford them. And, you know, I didn't really know before moving here that Austin was such a sort of music city. Like, I knew about South by Southwest and and all of that, but I didn't realize it was such a city. And being from, you know, Murfreesboro, which is near Nashville, Tennessee, people refer to Nashville as sort of like the music capital of the world. But living in Austin, everyone refers to Austin as the live music capital of the world. So it's just really interesting to have lived, um, you know, in sort of both of those places and to be able to experience and hear the way that people talk about these places. And that, you know, kind of brings me back around to this idea of these cities having music and music being accessible and that being something that is really important to me and that's why I like the city you know I mean I like the city for a lot of reasons but having things to do and having music around me that I don't necessarily have to always be involved in right like I don't have to create the John Mayer concert the John Mayer concert just comes to me whereas in some cities you have to be involved in the art scene in order for the art scene to exist and I am really really involved in the art scene here in Austin but there's also a lot of music for me to be involved in that a lot of music for me to see that I don't have to be involved in and that's really really great another thing that's you know maybe sets me apart or or is different for me than other people is that I am 100% okay to go to a concert where I've never heard anything music and not all people are like this. I know many people who have to know every song who want to sing along the entire time and they just feel like they can't go to a concert unless they know all of the music and that's not really something that's super important to me. I think music school yeah, I always go back to that experience, but I spent 10 years in music school. So like work with me here. Music school really allowed me to kind of harbor and and cultivate this interest of just going to the concert and kind of letting the music come to me and letting it wash over me. And in music school, you know, you have to go to a lot of concerts because it's usually a requirement. So I think in my undergrad, I had to go to like 100 concerts during the entire you know, time that I, the four years that I was there. And so I ended up doing that in three years, which was really great. So that meant I went to a concert, like at least one concert a week is sometimes two during the semester. And you just really get used to going to things and not knowing what's going to happen. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you love the music. Sometimes you hate the music, but you just get used to it and it becomes second nature. And I think I've really carried that on to now And it's something that I really, really enjoy. And it was only really, of course, this year, right? Like a few months ago that I really began going back to concerts regularly. In the beginning part of the pandemic, because yes, it's still going, I didn't feel comfortable going to concerts. And I probably watched like over a hundred concerts over the past two years because that's how I wanted to attend concerts. That's a lot of the way that concerts were available was only through live streams and stuff like that. So that's what it meant for me to experience music with other people. 
and that's great but going to concerts in person now has been of course really really awesome and I wanted to talk about just like a few things that I've noticed while being back in these spaces while going back to live in-person concerts the first thing that I've noticed is that live streams have mostly all but gone away and that's not a good thing I'll continue to believe that we need to make things as accessible for as many groups of people as possible that means continuing to have live streams because people want them and then continuing to have in-person things because people want them like we need to have both we were doing it before and so I'm not really sure why we don't feel the need to do it now like one is not a replacement for the other I think they're they both complement and should go together and so we need to continue to have live streams another thing I noticed is (laughs) what is a mask and I'm not gonna belabor this point because some people you know don't really care but I care and I continue to wear a mask and it's not something that you see at a lot of concerts um at least concerts where they don't require it. I still go to concerts where they do require vaccinations and masks. And so, of course, I follow the rules because that is the right thing to do. But for some concerts, I've noticed that that doesn't really exist anymore. And so that was just an observation. Another thing that I observed is that some things never change. And I'm going to do an episode about this soon. But um, there are just certain types of people that you see at concerts. Like there are like five different kinds of people. And you'll have to listen to that episode to hear me talk about those different kinds of people. But some things never change. And those five types of people are still at concerts. (laughs) I've noticed that concerts are becoming more and more expensive right so going to all of these concerts while it is really important to me it is becoming more and more expensive right like I remember a long time ago I used to sort of set aside um, money for this because I thought it was important and I still do now but like now I need to set aside more money and you know I also need to eat and like we have a cat and our cat needs to eat you know that's what I would like to say and so I've noticed that concerts are just expensive right they are becoming more and more inaccessible there are more and more barriers for people to come to shows and that's not really great right like it's fifty dollars to get a t-shirt at a concert now and yeah I still buy them because like those are kind of like a, a central part of my wardrobe it's something I really enjoy I just love concert t-shirts but that doesn't mean that they're not too expensive and yeah I know artists gotta make money too I get it but I think there's a way for us to to meet everyone in the middle so that artists are being taken care of and so that the people who are going the people who are supporting can do so at a at a rate at a pace that is sustainable over the long haul because you know music gonna be here for forever but money doesn't grow on trees and so we need to kind of have a balance there the last thing that I noticed is that People still love live music. And I think that really speaks for itself because I am one of those people, right? The energy in the concert hall is just like, it's just so good. It's, it feels really, really good. And it's something that, yeah, in a live stream setting, it's hard to replicate. But as I've talked about, like there are really special things that come along with the live stream 
concert as well that is really important and you know concerts and the all, all of that goes along with it they aren't always nice for everyone they aren't always accessible right like as somebody who is very much able-bodied it's easy for me to go to a concert and not really have to think but for somebody who is not able-bodied for somebody who is disabled uh, for somebody who might have other challenges they might not feel the same way and so ultimately we need to design concerts and shows and spaces with every single person in mind and you might say like well there's only going to be one person with you know this disability who needs this accommodation well it's like well we should still accommodate that person because that's just the right thing to do so i mean generally ultimately i would say that concerts are more or less back to the way that they were prior to the start of the pandemic and yeah the pandemic is not over so we will need to continue to adjust to the realities of that we will need to make concerts accessible and there are so many people for whom concerts right now at this point in the pandemic are still inaccessible because they um, are not comfortable or ready to be in spaces with you know hundreds if not thousands of people and ultimately like those people deserve to be accommodated and they deserve to feel as comfortable as well right like we sort of left them behind like even though concerts are back we have left too many people behind and that's just something that we need to think about so when you're out of your concert you know when i go to my concert this weekend if you go to a music festival and those are usually outside so people feel you know away about outside but anyway if you go to if you go to something just stop and think about you know who isn't there and what we can do to make sure that they are there because concerts are back all the way but that doesn't mean that everyone is there with us so my music recommendation for this week is let's say for instance by emily sanday and speaking of somebody who who i've wanted to be in concert for forever so i had tickets to go see emily sanday my junior year of college when i lived in memphis and i had my tickets i was ready to go because of course i always had my tickets and i was ready to go and something happened and i didn't get to go and i didn't get to go because she canceled the concert that's why so if you hear that emily sanday is coming um to to austin to texas to to the united states let me know because i will definitely be there she's great i really enjoy music <laughs> of course follow the podcast on social media visit the website sign up for the newsletter and if you could give this concert this this concert if you could give this podcast a like rating or review on apple Podcasts, spotify or Podchasers, i really appreciate it you can also leave me a tip using the buy me coffee link if you like to support the show financially so that's all i have for you today i'll be back really really soon I'll be back next week with the next episode of the Musically College Training Podcast. Until then.